Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Tanchik, aka Tanner Greenring, and I am joined as always by my co-host, Josh Stomp. Marsh Stomp. AKA Joshua Fielstad. It's so nice to have a ripe new batch of Pokemon to come up with our nicknames off of. Yeah, plenty of options here. Ooh, it feels good. It's good to be back on the road again, back on the route again. Back on our grind, and I literally did do a lot of grinding this week. As you're wont to do, yeah. Just love these games so dang much. I just want to inhabit the world, you know? Yeah. I just want to live in Hoenn. Well, I'm sure you're a little more excited about your team than maybe I'm excited about mine. We'll get into that a little bit later. This is the first episode of season three. We are in generation three at last, playing through Pokemon Ruby and Pokemon Sapphire, and we are in the Hoenn region. Couple of Hoenn hoes. Hoenn hoes. Yeah. I've got hoes <laughs> in different um, Hoenn, Hoenn codes. Codes. <laughs> yeah. Something there. We'll workshop it. We got a season. There's something there and we'll work on it. And if any of our audience, if any of the bug catchers are musicians or parody artists, go ahead and take a crack at hoes and different hoeing codes or <laughs> yeah, whatever you want. I don't know. Make it your own. You know, that's what it's about. This is our creative gift to you. And now you take it and you make it your own. Josh and I are like gods. Arceus. And we are providing the snow, the blanket of snow across the rolling hillsides for you. And now you take that snow and make it into a snowman. Wow, that's beautiful. Thank you. Generation three, Josh, we made it. Wow, yeah. We beat Gen one, we beat Gen two, we beat the card game, we beat Pokemon Snap, and now we here we are in Gen three, the Hoenn region. Gen three. It feels so good to be here. This is exciting. This is one of the gens I have not fully played. It came out in... March and April worldwide, I think March 19th, 2003 in the US. It came out in Japan in 2002. Post 9-11, you can really feel it, you know? Yeah. I started high school and... I was like midway through college. I was like, I gotta be done with Pokemon, which is dumb because look at me. It just comes roaring back. Can't stop. You can uh, take the the boy out of the pokemon you can take the boy out of the hoenn region but you can't take the hoenn region out of the boy yeah and that's you you're the boy well very poetic that's gonna be your thing this season do you know anything about this game i know that it has 386 pokemon it's 135 new mon jesus so it does have the full pokedex of the first two gens and this one and the pokemon are programmed into it but you can't capture all of them even if you have Ruby and Sapphire because this was the first one on Game Boy Advance. and So it wasn't backwards compatible? No. But you could conceivably, you couldn't in April of 2003, but you can now buy Leaf Green or Fire Red cards. And depending on how this goes, I may get that desperate looking at what I'm fucking working with so far. Yeah, I mean, me too, except I think I'll be fine. I think you'll probably be fine. Because we've got some funny particular teams that we want to talk about in a little bit. But yeah. how long is the season going to be, do you know? I think we're looking at, I would say, 10 episodes, 9 or 10 episodes. So we got 8 gyms, so that's an episode each. We got the Elite Four, they're back. Different Elite Four, which is fun. Yep. 
that's another. And then I think we leave one more for bonus post-game content. There's a big post-game in this game, right? It's not as big as they get, but it is more robust than anything we've dealt with before. It's no like little, you know, cobbled together Mount Silver kind of bullshit. Right. So this is the generation where they switched it up. They added some new bells and whistles. Weeping bells and whistles. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of cool new stuff. We've played through Gym 1, and we will talk about the actual gameplay in a little bit, but I did notice some key differences. What did you notice? At one point, I was on some docks yeah. headed into Rustboro City, and there was two young women there. Yeah. I, I would call them, like, girls, like children. <laughs> They were children, children, women. Yeah, children, women. And I talked to one of them and they made me battle them both. Yeah, I encountered them. And they made me fight two of their Pokemon at once. And then you bring out your top two, Mon. And I fucking devastated them. Oh, man. They didn't have a fucking chance against me. I knocked them off the dock. I don't know if they drowned. I hope not, but I walked away. Probably. They are they were children. They're probably too young to know how they're to swim. They're out on the docks. Don't you think that they know how to swim? I mean, what kind of parents do they have? I don't know, man. They're out on the docks all alone? I don't know how to swim. I'm 36. <laughs> so that was cool. It was cool to see so many Mon on the field at once. Yeah. I also picked up a Pokemon, and I'll talk about who it is later, but... It has an ability that lets me see and inherit other Pokemon's abilities. Oh, yeah. It's ability where it, like, mimics their ability. Yeah, which introduced me to the world of abilities in Pokemon. And I went and looked, and all of my Pokemon have a special trait that gives them some kind of, like, advantage or... Is it ever a disadvantage? They can be very neutral to, like, arguably negative Okay. Where depending on the playstyle, some will be far worse than others. It's neat that every Pokemon has one of these. Yep. I'm having fun exploring those. I got one that will come into play. It's like, why would I ever have this thing? I have a Wismer, and the Wismer has soundproof as its ability, which means that moves that take advantage of sound, so like supersonic, growl, any of that shit. Or uproar. Yeah, or uproar, which, which is, is a, a move, move that, that it has. Wismer has. Yeah. So I fought a Wismer with my Wismer at one point, and it stupidly, because it was a wild idiot, used uproar on me, and I'm like, can't touch me. I don't know what you're saying. Well, the Pokemon I have that inherits other Pokemon's abilities, its ability is called Trace. Mm-hmm. Every fucking Wismer I battled in, in the wild with this Pokemon, my Pokemon would just inherit their soundproof, and then they would try to uproar me, and it's like... Good luck, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You learn Pokemon powers in trading card game, and abilities are basically Pokemon powers. Right. They're innate. They don't use up an attack to, to use them. And then hand in hand with that is natures. And these are not as straightforward because I don't know about you, but I had a natures like chart open because I do not have all those memorized yet. A nature for a Pokemon is something like it will be naive or serious or jolly. And it's all very like, you know, human adjectives for uh, right. a nature, a demeanor that a Pokemon would have. And those are random. So any Pokemon can have one of these natures. And there are dozens at this point. I noticed that my Talo is serious in nature. Yeah. And I don't know what that means. <laughs> Serious, I believe, doesn't do anything. I think it's Great. serious is just baseline normal stats. So Talo has strong attack power and high speed. 
So generally speaking, you would probably want uh, nature that will increase attack or speed and not at the negative effect of the other. Generally speaking, how they work is that they will favor one stat and then they will decrease another stat. Oh, okay. So my Wismer, to use them again, because I actually got lucky, I got a nature that I wanted for Wismer, and my Wismer is very modest, despite that it causes uproars all the time. They're tasteful uproars. Yeah. Subdued. Um, It's more of a demure. Yeah. It's like a wine and cheese uproar. So modesty translates to upping special attack and decrease attack. I intend for, if I keep the Wismer around, that it will be special attack heavy. Yeah. And then it also affects, like, the flavors of food that they like, like Poke Blocks, which are not involved yet. But you make those with berries. They come into play in Pokemon contests, which is another new thing that I don't love. I don't even know what that means. It's basically a beauty pageant. I did notice that there's a lot more fucking berries in this game. Yeah. They're, like, everywhere. They shove the berries down your throat immediately in this one. Yeah. But they at least look more fun, and they have a lot more abilities. You can plant them. You get a whalemer pail. Yeah, I got that whalemer pail, too. See, they encourage you to be like a gardener. Cool. Yeah. I'm looking at all my Pokemon's abilities and natures now. Some of them are pretty fucking cool. This one is going to be helpful in our fucking battles, inevitably. One of my Pokemon has an ability called Early Bird. Awakens quickly from sleep. Oh, yeah. That's going to be nice. Well, like I said, I'm over Mayor Sleep. Yeah, well, because maybe someone didn't give you access to any fucking Mayor Sleep Pokemon. Oh, that's interesting, because there's not supposed to be that kind of collusion. I didn't... Okay, well, we should talk about... Corruption. We should talk about our characters. Yeah, I think it's time. And we should talk about our teams a little bit. Do we bring back... Do we finally get to bring back Level Check and we roll it into talking about who we are i think that's the prudent thing to do here level check baby level check level check feels good i am dying to hear about your character and your team because i had a pretty heavy hand (laughs) in crafting them shaping them from the earth and clay unfortunately and you shaped them poorly my man And I shaped them so poorly, but that was intentional, actually. (laughs) So it was something I kind of already wanted to do, but we did have several bug catchers who made a suggestion that for a future generation, perhaps I, Josh Fjellstad, should have to play with Tanner's You Make Me Barf Pokemon because I made him, made him, quote, unquote, play with Joshy's Sweeties, which I do not think are at the same level at all, especially based on what I'm fucking dealing with now. But I am playing with a curated list of Pokemon that make Tanner want to barf. I carefully come through all the first three gens and look for all the Pokemon that make me want to ew barf. Yeah. All over myself and all over Josh. And that's all he has access to. And I can't imagine what that process was like because it's rough. There's some real fugs in there, man. You got some fuck ugly Pokemon. And I'm very conscious of my aesthetic of my team. So this is like a very like, it's a psychological experiment for how I can deal with this. Some of them are very ugly. Some of them just like rub me the wrong way. Like there's something about them that I don't like. They might not be like mega ugly, but it's just like, ugh. Like, for instance, I gave you access to one of the three starters. And the entire evolutionary line, actually, 
And there's nothing specifically ugly about any of the Pokemon, but like viewing this starter and its evolutions side by side with the other two, it's like this thing fucking sucks. Yeah. I agree. And I hate it, and I hate looking at it. It is the starter that I never liked, and I feel like it will be controversial. I, I think probably people like it, but I do not. Yeah. And I don't really like the line. The final evolution is the worst one. Yeah, I also think that's true. Okay, so who's your character? So part of that process is I sent Tanner a questionnaire <laughs> while we were planning for the season. Yes. Because I needed to figure out who my character would be. I got all these Pokemon that Tanner hates, so I felt that perhaps my character should be the embodiment of something that Tanner hates as well. Josh made me inhabit a dark space in my mind one <laughs> afternoon. He made me answer a questionnaire full of things I hate. Yeah. I'm not a hateful person. Not like Josh. So I gave you various categories, books, movies, TV shows, bands, etc. Things that he hates. And when I looked at the list, one of them really jumped out at me. And uh, that one was that you do not like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I hate them. God, I hate them. <laughs> There's very few bands who, like, when a song comes on, I will immediately go and, like, switch to the next song on Spotify or change the radio station or like whatever. I don't know how often that's still happening to you, but like... I hate the Red Hot Chili Peppers. How long has this been going on? I mean, my whole life. My whole life. I just really hate them. I think they're so corny. I think they're so lame. I think their music is so bad. <laughs> well, um, I, I don't listen to them anymore, but I liked them growing up. I mean... I had a blood sugar sex magic phase after like oh, Californication was hot. One. And then I was like, the worst one. no, I'm, I'm like a cool, like hot chili pepper head, red hot head. I like blood sugar sex magic. That's when they were really at their peak. God, so bad. And I mean, in high school, I wore fucking Quicksilver shirts. Like it made sense. It was part of my thing. Who I were a, you? Obviously Puka shell necklace phase. <laughs> Ugh. So... My character is RHCP. It's going to be the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's its name? Oh, yeah. I'm the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You're all of them? My Pokemon are all going to be named after past and present members of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. How many are there? Uh, it's an extensive Wikipedia page that I'm very familiar <laughs> with now. What's your character's name? It's just RHCP. I'm RHCP. Like, You're yeah. like the, I'm the, band manager. the entity. Yeah. Wow, that sucks. Get the band together. That sucks, and I'm going to have so much fun destroying you when we finally battle. Well, and you might. This is going to be a real challenge for me to build something out of this fucking wreckage of a selection of Pokemon. I will say, there's no discrimination, you know? Like, you've got access to some, like, pretty good top-tier Pokemon. There's some good stuff late game, but I think the first few episodes are going to be a little rough for me. And we should also say, this gen, we do have access to legendaries. That's true. The last two games, we have restricted ourselves from playing with legendary Pokemon. This game, we do have access to legendaries. That obviously will not come into play until much later in the season. But you've got some fun legendaries you can fuck around with. And fortunately, although I disagree, you did give me Mewtwo. I did give him Mewtwo. So I could finally play with a Mewtwo. I'll also say that my judgment was made looking at the Gen 3 sprites. Oh, yeah. 
I wanted to be as objective as possible. And so there wouldn't be as many, at least, oversights as I had with the Sweeties. Yep. And the Gen 3 spite from Mewtwo is pretty bad. I actually thought it was kind of cool. I just, you and I have different tastes in Pokemon, and that's fine. He's got his hand out, and he's about to throw someone with his fucking telekinesis. He's gross. And you're proud of this team? I'm not proud of it. No. Ugh, I hate that Um, Tony, (laughs) Tony, Tony Kiedis, Jesus. (laughs) Chad Smith. I will be making them based on chronological order, the band members and people who toured with them. Your final team is going to be like all like late era, like nobodies. Probably. (laughs) Well, because I had to open with Tony Kiedis because that's all you can fit in. Anthony Kiedis. Tony Kiedis. Anthony Kiedis has absolutely (laughs) never gone by Tony in his life. Uh, No, I looked it up. It's a nickname on his Wikipedia page. (laughs) God, I hate your team. I'm going to come out of this thing like an RHCP fan again. I hate your character and I hate your team. And I can't believe of all the things I put in that list, that's what you attach yourself to. Well, when I had to evaluate it, I realized that... I also said I'm not a huge fan of Belle and Sebastian. You could have just named yourself after Belle and Sebastian songs. I thought about doing that because I love Belle and Sebastian, but there's not enough people to work with. That's true. And I needed an extensive list because I have absolutely no idea what my team is going to turn out to be. (laughs) Isn't it exciting, Josh? Having like... Guess. Restrictions like this? We'll see. Constraints on creativity. It's what leads to the best creative work, by the way. You said I have access to, what, like 148? My list of You Make Me Barf Pokemon, of the entire national Pokedex of 386, you have access to 148 of them. Okay. And not all of those are catchable in Sapphire, which is the game you're playing. Right. But that is the big number that you have access to. It's not bad. It's not bad. And it's more than me. All right, let's hear the let's get the band together. Yeah, yeah. I want to I want to hear about the actual fucking disgusting like monsters on your team. So, we got Tony Kiedis leading up the band, front man. Torchic, level 14. This is a controversial pick. One of the starters had to go and this is the starter that has to go. I actually don't think one of the starters did have to go. I guess not. By the rules of this, you can catch any Pokemon you want or have any Pokemon you want. You just can't battle them in official gym battles if they're not on the You Make Me Barf list. Yeah. But luckily, Torchic is ugly, so it ended up on the list. And its upline is even even uglier. Oh, it gets so bad. The middle phase. Ugh. They're all bad. Combuskin, I really hate it. How big it's chicken feet are Ugh. <laughs> and they like want you to look at its feet they want you to look at its feet they're like look look it's like a chimera it's disgusting well and torchic only has one leg which is another thing i hate <laughs> it's the hoot hoot problem yeah it does have a hoot hoot problem god man yeah really i'm looking at them all again i don't love it i, I hate this team i, I mean at least torchic is good and it did help me out what's the final torchic called Blaziken. I'll tell you this. Blaziken is a top tier Pokemon. Well, you know, Anthony Kiedis, top tier rock (laughs) rock and roll front man. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he's known for, being a top tier rock and roll front man. Yeah. Who else is on your team? We got Dustox. Flea. Level 11. Dustox has gross eyes. (laughs) 
Did you catch a cascoon or whatever? I caught a worm pole and they can evolve into a cascoon or a silcoon and it's based on their personality traits, which are assigned at birth. So when it's out in the wild or daycare center. Okay. I got lucky that the one that I was raising evolved into a cascoon and I was like, there's my flea. What's the other one turn into? Beautifly. So obviously, Dustox is the barfy one. Beautify was was a cute. It's got giant like moth eyes. Gross it's got eyes. stubby wings and like a small like purple body. Warm legs. Yeah, it's gross. Fucking hate it. It's yeah. so gross. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Uh, Hillel Slovak. What? Hillel Slovak. You're already, like, past my fucking, like, RHCP knowledge. Because I'm in 1983, the year that they were founded. So he toured with them on their first tour or something. And it's Lotad. It's level 13. Ugh. I hate Lotad and its entire evolutionary line. Well, Lotad you didn't put on the list. So Lotad is not the worst one, but Lotad does have this trait, which I don't like of any of the line, which is like this big, like upper lip. Yeah, that's bad. I mean, this line goes off the rails. Lotad isn't so bad. Lombre. Oh, Lotad isn't so bad. Lotad, I thought was fine. Lombre and Ludicolo are so bad. Yeah. Ludicolo, I mean, had a little redemption in the Detective Pikachu movie and the game where he is a barista. I like that. But in the games, no. I mean, I hate its like gloved looking hands. I don't like the big duck mouth. Yeah, the duck mouth sucks. It looks like Howard the Duck. Who else? Jack Irons. Cool name. Slackoth. Level 10. Hate this one. Yeah. Slackoth sucks. Loafing around all the time. Only get to attack once every other turn. That sucks. Slackoth is ugly. It depresses me. Oh, God, they're all so ugly. I could only get it to level 10 before I was, like, about to lose my mind. Because it just dies constantly, getting killed by fucking, like, wormholes or whatever. Because it just can only attack every other turn, and then it loafs around. Why? If that's its ability? You're right. That is its ability. Truant. Well, that sucks. Because it's lazy. Josh, I'm looking up Truant on Bulbapedia. Yeah. Slacking and the other one also have it. It's the signature ability of fucking this entire line. What a bad signature. So you're going to have to be dealing with that for the rest of this guy. This guy's... I, I doubt this thing's going to make it. Why would anyone use this Pokemon? I don't know. We're going to need some bug catchers to tell us why anyone would use this thing. How is it ever useful? Slack King's got good stats, though. That's a terrible move, and that's a terrible Pokemon, and he's ugly. So. I got this thing because I had very few options to work with. I don't think I have access to him. Do you want access? No. I don't have access to Lotad or Slackoth. Oh, God. Anyone else? I got one more. Chad Smith. I like this one. <laughs> Chad Smith is like the, <laughs> the most generic drummer. like white guy name in the world. Chad Smith is Wismer. Level 10. Ugh, Wismer. It looks like it's got a desiccated, like punched in face. Yeah, it sucks. I like x I like its final evolution. Okay. Well, I hope you have fun with him. Like I said, it ended up with a good nature and a I like its ability, and I just caught it, so we'll see. I don't like Wismer's eyes. Why did they give it, like, those weird little eyes? I guess that's why it has big ears, but then the later evolutions do have eyes, so it's like... I don't get it. It's a mess. This whole team's a mess. I fucking hate it. Woof, what a bad team. It's the Red Hot Chili Peppers, baby. 
and I and I hate that. <laughs> so, tell me about your team. Okay, well, let me tell you about my character first. Yeah. So I decided to be a girl character because I wanted to celebrate the fact that you can finally have a girl sprite. Yeah. And her name is Minnie. Okay, that's cute. Minnie Max. Minnie Max. And her whole concept is that she's a fucking elite Pokemon trainer. Yeah. Min Maxer. You're the Min Maxer now. She's going to be chasing down the hottest stats. She's going to be chasing down only S and A tier Pokemon as determined by some website I found. <laughs> is that the authority on the tiers? I think it was like tierlists.com or something like that. Okay. And I looked up all the Gen 1, 2, and 3 Pokemon, and I isolated all the S and A tier Pokemon, the best of the best. And that is who Minimax has access to. It's 143 Pokemon in total, including legendaries. I mean, I hate it. We'll publish both these lists. They're both in Google Docs, both the You Make Me Barf Pokemon and the S and A tier Pokemon. Release the files. So the concept behind Minimax is I'm obviously bad at Pokemon, as you know, me, Tanner, Green Ring. Mm-hmm. And it was time to see if the man made the trainer or the trainer made the man. <laughs> God. If I have access to only the top tier Pokemon and I'm, I'm min-maxing and gaming their stats as much as possible and just doing everything I can to build the ultimate Pokemon team... Can I finally beat Josh Fjallstad in a Pokemon battle? Yeah. That's what we'll find out this season, because I'm going to build the ultimate Gen 3 Pokemon team. And I'm building a shit, shit team. Except I have a list of S-tier and A-tier Pokemon, and you've got several Pokemon who are on that list, so you've got the ability to build something good. I can make some art out of this misshapen clay that you've given me. Let me tell you about my team. All right. There's Augustus. Oh. And what's the naming here? Naming convention? You just got like classy, like ancient warriors. All the names are posh and hoity. Okay. And all the A tier Pokemon are named A names and all the S tier Pokemon are named S names. Okay. That's nice. That's festive. So Augustus is my Marsh Stomp. Mm -hmm. I picked Mudkip as my starter because I thought he was the cutest. That's true. And Marsh Stomp is his second evolution because I have reached level 16 with him. Nicely done. And he did evolve. I'm going to have to change his name when he becomes Swampert because Swampert is actually S tier. Oh, S is better. S is better. S is the best. Okay. Yeah, Mudkip and Marsh Stomp are both A tier. Wow. Yeah. All right. I like Swampert. I like Marsh Stomp. I like that line. Mudkip... It evolved halfway through my battle with Roxanne. It was the only Pokemon I was allowed to use in the battle because it's the only one that's actually like adheres to the rules of my team, which is why it evolved halfway through. You also can only use them in gym battles and official battles if they are in the A or S tier. Yep. Okay. So I've got four other Pokemon, but I'm not allowed to use them until they evolve to their S or A tier states. Yeah, because I was going to say, I'm looking at this list and I was like, really? Okay. There's Alcott. It's nice. Alcott is my Nuzleaf, and he is level 15. 
he was a C dot for a majority of my playthrough, but he did just evolve into Nuzleaf. Now, you know what's interesting to me? Remember when we were recording the trading card game episode and we started getting into a fight? Because you didn't really think that Shiftry was that great. And now you're building that line, and that's the line that I liked. Shiftry is A tier, so what do you want me to do? Yeah. And it looks cool, and it's, uh, and it looks cool. It's grass and dark, and that's cool. I don't really like it, but I'm <sighs> playing it because it's he's a tier. So all right, my third Pokemon is Sterling Cooper. Sterling starts with an S, so you know that this Pokemon is, will eventually evolve into being an S tier Pokemon. Uh-huh. It's a Ralts. because Gardevoir. Yeah, of course. This thing's pretty ugly too. Ralts looks gross. Yeah. It looks like it's got a big bump on its head. Yeah, and it's like a baby with a bowl cut or something. And that guy, Wally, who's a loser, likes it. Ralts is this one that has Trace, this ability that lets me kind of mimic any other Pokemon's ability. Very useful. And it's level what? 11. Level 11, okay. It's got confusion. It's really nice. Well, Flea, Dustox has confusion, so. Okay. My team can have some tricks, too. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> My fourth Pokemon is Aesop. Okay. It's a Ninkata. It's level 10. Ninkata sucks, but I am very excited for the two evolutions, both of which are A-tier Pokemon. Ninkata makes you barf, but neither of its evolutions do, which I noticed. No, it's two evolutions are cool as hell. They look cool. Yeah. Do you know what's cool about Ninkata? When it reaches level 20, it evolves. And as long as you have an extra Pokeball, an extra empty slot in your team... You get two Pokemon out of the evolution. Yeah, you get its its shedded skin. You get Ninjask yeah. and Shedinja. Both are A-tier Pokemon, and I'm looking forward to having both on my team. I've never had a face-off against them. That will be interesting. My final Pokemon is Ambrose, my Talo, level 10. Talo. Who grows into Swellow, who is an A-tier Pokemon. And you know what Talo also is? What? Joshi's sweetie. Yes. <laughs> I think Taylor's a cutie little boy. Oh, it's so nice. And I love how it's Sprite because it's a little baby bird. I like how it's Sprite. Its mouth is open. Yeah, it's like kind of screaming. It's screaming, but also it's like maybe it's hungry for mama to give its worm. It wants a little worm. Yeah. I like it too. I think Taylo and Swellow are both very handsome Pokemon. Swellow is like a handsome bird, a handsome duck. Like in the style of the handsome duck. Yeah. Takes good care of itself. Very strong attack speed. To be honest, I don't think many of my team is very attractive. Ralts is gross. Guardivoir is beautiful. Too sexy. Like almost too sexy. It's like obviously a sexy lady. It's yeah. supposed to be a sexy lady. So that's my team and they're looking great and they're going to be big boys someday who completely dominate you and smash your dumb little Anthony Kiedis head into the uh. fucking <laughs> red hot chili dirt. No, man, this is going to be the red hot chili peppers of the by the way era when they were so hot. <laughs> Right before Stadium Arcadium, and then nobody gave a shit anymore. Is that when they were all, like, wearing underwear in public? I think so. God, Uh. they suck. (laughs) Joshua. Yeah. I think we should take a break and then talk about the first leg of our journey. Yes. Okay, I'll see you in a moment. 
Our journey begins, as all good journeys do, in the back of a moving van. Yeah. Bumping along the road through some quiet, dusty Hoenn Road when me and Mommy are moving into a new town called Little Root Town. Little Root Town. I love how these starter towns always just sound like some little... Quaint little villages. Yeah. You go inside, your mom is there, and she's surrounded by machokes, which is fucking disgusting. Oh, and their overworld sprites are, like, fully developed now that we're in, like, full 16-bit. How many bits? 16, baby. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a math whiz, but it's a lot of bits. A lot of... Too many bits for those. Enough bits for you to fully see all of the machokes' bulging muscles Yeah, as it's hefting around boxes. They're coming out of everywhere. And you talk to your mom and you discover that your dad is a Pokemon trainer. Yeah, you have a dad, which is fascinating. And you learn in one of the later towns that you've moved from Johto. Basically, it seems like the dad, Norman, was like hired to take over this gym. Of course you moved from Johto. Kanto was ravaged by the Johto economy. But now Johto is going to be ravaged by Hoenn. Yeah. So everyone's fleeing Johto for this new safe haven. It's like the gold rush. Yeah. Yeah. And Johto's going to be left like a fucking abandoned amusement park. It's just going to be like rotting. The mill tanks roaming free from that Moomoo farm cult. Yeah. So of course they fled Johto because now Hoenn's the hot new place. Yeah. All the rich people are going to move back to Kanto now. Like this is fucking how boom and bust like gentrification works. Wow. Kanto's going to become like the rich person neighborhood now again. Oh, so typical. God. The fucking like land developers are going to move in. And I guess we'll find out in Fire Red Leaf Green when the cycle yeah, we'll continues. If, if they've made any improvements in Kanto when we get to those games. Yeah, get out of the truck, check out your room, play the GameCube. I open up my PC, still got a free potion. I love that they keep that going. GameCube is the first console I bought on my own as an adult after not being allowed to have consoles for many years. In college or post-college you bought it? In college. It was my freshman year of college. I bought a GameCube. It was the first thing I did. I was like, I'm going to college. I'm going to spend money on a GameCube because I wasn't allowed to have video game consoles at home. Mommy can't tell me no now. Yeah. Professor Birch, he's the Professor Oak of this game. Yeah. He's some friend of your dad's, and your mom tells you to go visit him. But you go to his lab, and he's not there. He's not there. I met someone. The Red Hot Chili Peppers met May. I don't know who you met. I met some dork called Brendan. Okay. He's got white hair, and he wears like a little hairband and like a fucking tracksuit or something. Yeah. I don't like him. No, I didn't love May either. But you know what I like even less? What? That I couldn't name him Bad Josh. Yeah. And that sucks. Doesn't that suck uh, that I couldn't name him Bad Josh? It might be okay and not have to... It just didn't even give me the choice. Don't have a Bad Josh. It didn't give me the choice. He just said, here's That's, Brendan. Uh, just a good Josh this time. Just a good Josh. Well, not really. It sounds like it's just the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> They're just like, here's Brendan. He's your rival. And also, he's not even much of a rival. He's not mean. No. He's not malicious. He's just like, we're in this together, bud. It's like, don't you fucking address me. It's like when parents are friends, and then they have kids, and then they make the kids be friends. In this case, it's like, you're going to be rivals. 
you're a girl, you're a boy. Yeah. You're gonna fight. Yeah, I don't like him. I don't like it how they did this in like Gen 8 in Sword and Shield as well, where you have this like fake ass like loser rival. They're just like a friend and they're like empowering you. It's like, no. No. Give me someone who is villainous. He's supposed to make fun of the way I smell. Exactly. That's the whole point. Don't water this down, nanny state. Why? <laughs> what, why? What's my incentive to become the very best if I'm being uplifted by all these people? Right. Shouldn't I want to crush someone? So this dickhead, Birch, isn't even in his goddamn lab. So you make your way north. Yeah. You find him being attacked by a wild dog. <laughs> a Poochina. But then you've discovered that it's actually a Pokemon called Poochiena. Yeah. Poochie. Poochina. I don't know. It's a cutie. <laughs> it is a cutie. Would have yeah. loved to catch one. Can't. And he begs for your help before he's eaten alive by this fucking wild dog. Yeah. So you go into his bag. So you steal one of his Pokemon. It's kind of a clever little like Pokemon selection screen because it's like his spilled bag with three Pokeballs and you pick your starter that way. I thought that was a nice little touch. I agree. I picked Mudkeep. I picked Torchic. I like Mudkip's name, too. Yeah. Mudkip. What was that old meme? Dust it off. I heard you like Mudkips. Huh? I heard you like Mudkips. What? That was hot when I was in college. Like in freshman year. 2007? I think I'm I'm too old for that. It's like I can has cheeseburger style, and it's like all lowercase. I heard, but it's H-E-R-D, U letter, like L-I-E-K. Mudkips and it's with a Z at the end. I don't know why. Heard you like Mudkips. So I heard you like Mudkips, Tanner. Mudkip, and this is Know Your Meme that I'm reading off of, is a blue and orange water type Pokemon character who first appeared in the Ruby and Sapphire games released in the US in March of 2003. The phrase, so I heard you like Mudkips, originated early 2005 with a deviant art group, Mudkip Club. The account was founded on October 5th, 2004 as a place for users to share Pokemon fan art. The club was not limited to Mudkips. However, as the first artwork depicted the character's final evolution, Swampert, the owner of the community began posting the phrase, so I heard you like Mudkips on other users' comments walls as early as February 7th, 2005. While the motive behind the comments are unclear, the wall messages served as an invitation to join the Mudkip community. I shan't be joining the Mudkip community, but I guess you are. I shall be. Yeah. So I heard you like Mudkips, and yes, I do like Mudkips, because they're cuties. (laughs) They are cute. And that's who I picked from Professor Birch's bag. I did Torchic, and Torchic scratched up that level two Puccina, which I think is funny. This guy is getting harassed by a level two, like, dog Pokemon. Right, like a puppy. That's kind of sad and he had three pokemon with him too it's like why wouldn't you throw one of the pokemon out the three pokemon that are all level five and they're all a tier pokemon right who's this professor i mean is this the least qualified of the professors so far seems like it although the most recent iteration of professor oak from pokemon home seems like he's probably pretty unqualified to do much of anything too oh um the like granddaddy oak yeah isn't that his name I don't know. He looks like a fucking maniac. <laughs> the like cyberpunk. Yeah. Like fucking Oak. Back to the future. Dr. Brown Oak. Grand Oak. Yeah. He looks like a maniac. Where did he get his fucking degree? 
you get your Pokemon. You're on your way. Professor Birch gives you the Pokemon as a thank you. And he tells you to go find his daughter or his son. You make your way up to Old Town Road. That can't be right. Old Dale. Old Dale Town. Quaint little town. Not a lot going on. There's like some guy who makes you go check out the mart and then it doesn't even have a fucking Pokeballs. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a nothing little town. Like, don't drag me to your little pop-up stand. Every Pokemon game like starts with you in your hometown. You have to go to the next town up and then return to your hometown. Right. And I feel like they threw Old Dale Town in here just to make that journey a little shorter. Yeah, break it up a little bit. Like, last game, it was fucking brutal. In Gold and Silver, like, you had to go find Mr. Pokemon. That route to Cherry Grove. It's like three towns you had to make your way through to get to Mr. Pokemon. And he's out in the woods. Yeah. You find your rival on Route 103. Interesting that the routes are all in the 100s also, as opposed to in the other games. They're just, you know, they start at like one. Right. But May had a Mudkip, actually. She likes Mudkips as well, so I heard she likes Mudkips. My May had Trico, yeah, the little lizard. I do kind of like Trico also. Yeah, it's okay. I like Sceptile, I'll tell you that. I like its evolutions. Yeah. Its evolutions are cool. She was nothing. She She doesn't know what she's doing yet. After that, she's like, hey, like, let's go back to Little Root and like talk to my dad, Birch. Right. And you go to his lab. Birch was very impressed with my having defeated May and says that she has extensive history as a trainer. That sucks for her because you literally just like picked up a Pokemon <laughs> essentially at random. <laughs> yeah. I just like happened to be there when, by the way, your dad, who's like a famous Pokemon researcher, is getting like mauled by a level two Puccina, like and you saved his life and then she gets crushed by some idiot who just picked up a pokeball on the side of the road who what's his family they suck they're you're right this is the most incompetent professor in all the games <laughs> and professor's family soon they're gonna have to fly in someone from johto to replace birch too elm's coming in right. elm yeah so you make your way back up to Old Dale, and then you make your way west. If you try to go west before you're able to, some dudes there like... Yeah, this nerd. I'm like looking at Pokemon tracks. It's like, I don't care. Yeah. It's a fucking public road. Like, who are you to tell me that I can't go out there? What, is, what even Pokemon? You don't even find out. No, by the next time you come through, he's like moved, and he doesn't give a shit anymore. I wonder if that will come back into play. You make your way west to route 102 yeah you're introduced to berries which there are a ton of in this game yeah and they do look festive well it's like a new mechanic where like the berries grow in trees and the trees you plant them yeah so you replenish them this time right in the last game you would find trees and you would shake them and get berries off of them and then like some days later the the berries would be there again this one you cut down a tree and you get the berries and then you can plant a new berry It'll drop two orange berries. Yeah. You plant one of the two, and you can come back and get more later. The patches are also, like, by the towns, which is a lot better than in Gold and Silver, where they're, like, out in the middle of the wilderness, too. Right. So you can actually cultivate a farm, basically. Especially in this first leg, there's so much going back and forth that it's like, I've encountered my berry patches several times already, you know? Me too. So then you make your way through Route 102 to Petalburg City, which is the first major city 
in this game. This area feels more like urban. It does. It's developed. There's a lot of little towns and cities already. Petalburg has a gym. Yeah. But you're not ready to face off against the gym leader yet because the gym leader, gym leader Norman, yeah. is dead. And he's like, no, it's cool that you picked up a ball, but like, not yet. Yeah, he's like, I'm excited for you to be a Pokemon trainer, but I'm actually the final boss. So I'm too good for you. Come back when you've beaten the other seven gyms. It's after four. You get to battle him at the fifth. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I also thought he was going to be the final boss. That would make more sense. But he says, come back when you when you have four badges. Okay. And then there's this figure of legend. Oh, God. In Petalbrick City. <laughs> that everyone's talking about. And in <laughs> Everyone. Fact, it's the talk of the town. There's even a sign outside of his home that announces that it's his home. Yeah. Is this character Wally? Oh, my God. Who is this dead weight? <laughs> what is wrong with Wally? I was so confused by the, the Bad Josh rival shit that, like, Brendan was so enthusiastic about me being a Pokemon trainer that I was like, oh, maybe Brendan's not my rival. Maybe Wally is going to be my <laughs> rival. But, but no. he's such a loser. Like, he's just like some dork. All of his sentences have ellipses in them, and he's always like, but please, like be my friend and like uh, help me like he comes into the gym and he was trying to figure out how to capture a pokemon he serves as like the tutorial right the tutorial for catching pokemon that's right yeah rather yeah. than that like old drunk man in viridian city Ugh, i don't like wally i take the old drunk over wally and i'll take a mean gary over fucking brendan yeah Ugh, they're holding my hand too much just let me loose, baby. Yeah, throw me to the wolves. Throw me to the Puccinas, man. Make them mean. Norman, your dad, lends him a zigzagoon, and then you have to go Ugh, out into the wilderness. Sucks. <laughs> I was surprised you didn't put that on the barf list. I guess it's He's just, like, lame. unattractive. He's cute. He's just lame. Yeah. I like the Galar one. The one that looks like Kiss? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you learn how to catch Pokemon, which obviously we know how to do. You can finally buy Pokeballs at the Petalbrick City Mart. Wally catches a Ralts, by the way. I've got a Ralts. Yeah. He learned that from you. You make your way westish, southish from Petalbrick City. There's a beach here, which is kind of a cool new thing. There's a little boy running around making footprints, and he's like, look, footprints. Oh, yeah. And they disappear when you walk around, which is kind of a cool feature. There's also an abandoned house here. Yeah. That belongs to someone called Mr. Briny. Little on the nose, Mr. Briny. Yeah. Lives right on the beach. Got a dock. Got a little, like, skiff, it looks like. Well, he ain't home, so we don't have to worry about him. No. Maybe he drowned. Could be. Is that possible? Sounds like an old man who just, like, wanders around. <laughs> he just died. <laughs> He's just dead. <laughs> We're going to have to do some like Detective Pikachu shit to solve Mr. Briny's. Can I tell you what I assume Mr. Briny is now? Yeah. SS Aqua. Or the SSAM. Oh, he's gone rogue? No, I think he will serve the same function as the SSAN eventually. I think like eventually you will have to make your way to another part of the continent over water, and Mr. Briny is going to give you that ride. He's the captain? <laughs> I just saw his little boat there and I was like, surely this is like whatever the SSN will eventually be. It's a little dingy though. Oh, I should also say that your mom gives you running shoes, which is nice. 
Oh, yeah. Before you leave Little Root, your mom gives you a parting gift. She gives you some running shoes, which I loved. And you just hold down B and you just speed down the path. Yeah, it's very nice. God, so good to get that early on. I only mentioned that because you say there's a boy there on the beach, youngster Billy, who (laughs) is worried about getting sand in his runners. Yeah, he's got running shoes as well. Yeah. You go into the woods. This is, again, all these games have woods in this early stage. Right. But here it's like rich boy Winston who will not step foot in them and he fights you and he had some shitty ass Pokemon. Little piss ant. <laughs> Fancy Pokemon and I was crushing it and then he uses a full restore which is like oh, oh yeah. you really are fancy. It's a zigzagoon. I noticed that the trainers were using a lot more items and restores and shit this game. Yeah, I think that's another change. You notice with like the marts in Petalburg City as well as Rustboro City. Like you can get super potions and repels and escape routes and everything basically out of the gate. And these trainers, the fucking one percenters, Rich Boy Winston and there's like a lady, some kind of a lady, Cindy. Posh lass. Yeah. And they've got full restores for their level fucking seven Pokemon. Yeah, good luck, bud. I can fucking one hit a Zigzagoon. Can't wait for the economic crash to hit Hoenn and see how you do. You'll be the first under the guillotine, rich boy, (laughs) Winston. So you make your way north from Mr. Briney's house to Petalburg Woods, which is like the Viridian Forest or Ilex Forest of this game. It's just a big forest with a lot of fucking grass where you can catch some Pokemon if if that's your pleasure. Yeah. And it is dark in there. It's a little darker. They remove the day-night cycle, although time is involved in this one for the berries. I love that they remove the day-night cycle, obviously. I don't mind that being gone either. They added weather, which is fun. And weather is important because certain Pokemon have like certain abilities that are dependent on weather. Yeah. Like, there's an ability that some of the plant type Pokemon have called chlorophyll where the weather needs to be sunny and then they get like a boost to attack or whatever. Yeah. And it's like a compliment to sunny day or rain dance, but if it happens to be sunny out or raining, you don't even need those moves, which is cool. Right. In the woods, you have to face a team aqua. Oh yeah. Well, team magma, you mean? Yeah. These like pirate looking like bandana wearing striped shirts no, they're kind of like... Well, mine were pirate-looking. No, no, no. All wrong. All wrong. Well, they're kind of Team like... Aqua. They're pirates, obviously. They're kind of cool, like, sleek red and black, and they've kind of got these, like, hoodies. Oh, that sounds cooler than mine. The girl trainer on Team Magma is actually... Um, Uh-oh. Quite fetching. <laughs> oh, isn't Team Magma the one that you think you like their little outfits? Yeah, I do like their little outfits. Yeah. You like the, like, Team Magma admin, right? Courtney. I like all of them, to be honest. I'm looking at the fucking... Team Magma's got a cooler look than Team Aqua. Got, like, cool little, like, crop top hoodies with, like, horns on the hoods. They look cool. (laughs) God, they do look cool. They look cool, and I like them. Team Aqua sucks. They all look like dumb pirates. They look like they're, like, cosplaying as pirates, but, like... Yeah. They had a small budget. Team Magma looks like they've been doing this for a long time, and Aqua's this young upstart, and they have no idea what they're fucking doing. And they didn't. So yes, I did encounter some Team Magma grunts. They're chasing somebody down from a like a Devon Corporation stooge. 
And then, so you make your way north. There's like a flower shop. Yeah, the Pretty Petal Flower Shop. It's there solely to explain the mechanics of berries, which I guess is convenient. Yeah, and they give you the Whalmer Pail, which we mentioned. And that's how you water the berries. Yep. You cross the docks with those little girls, so you push over. Yep, drown them. Then you hit this just glamorous boulevard. Rustboro City. Rustboro City was a pretty nice little town. It's got brick pavement everywhere. Ooh, little light posts. And also, I have to say, the Devon Corporation is here, based out of Rustboro. Yeah. And they've got a fucking fancy-ass, like, Ivy League building for their, like, headquarters. It looks like a fucking old cathedral or something. It looks like a fucking, like, old, like, administrative office in, like... London. It's so nice. Rustboro City is a beautiful little town. I like Rustboro. It's right on the water. They have beautiful streets. They got lots of buildings. They have a Pokemon trainer school. They got these big apartment complexes. I went into that Pokemon trainer school. An iteration of this has existed in every single game so far. They're always useless. Oh yeah, like Earl's Pokemon Academy, that freak show. At least like some dickhead didn't like spin around and make (laughs) me chase him. This one I liked, the headmaster at Pokemon Trainer's School, you talk to him and then he comes out from behind his desk and he looks like he's like checking out that the pupils are reading or studying or whatever. Yeah, he cares. He cares about his fucking students. Yeah, no spinning around. And isn't around. that fucking refreshing to see for once? Hoenn cares about education. <laughs> and then he gives you an item. Yeah. And, he, he and goes, a good item. He goes, kids who disobey get a taste of my quick claw. You know, if I were a teacher, you know what I would say? What? Kids who disobey get a taste of my white claw. And I would give them a a beer. My kind of teacher. Yeah. I got some claws last week on Minibar, precious delivery. And as soon as they got here, Bobby was like, we must preserve the claws. As I was like already on my second claw. (laughs) You're just like tearing into them. This is going to be gone tonight. Ain't no laws when you drink a claw, so... Devon Corp, you go in. You go into Devon Corporation and they won't let you check anything out yet. And it looks like they've got like cool corporate style like samurai outfits, which I also loved. But they're also friendly. And also, I think they made your shoes. Oh, oh man. I hope Devon Corporation is like, you know, useful because we're used to fucking Silphco. They're like the exact opposite of fucking Silphco. Like they actually make shit that like people want and use. I love those shoes, man. I'm sold. Yeah. I think they say that. I think like the receptionist is like, oh, I noticed you're wearing Devon sneakers. Thank you. This is all leading to the la- the main event of Respiro City. Yeah, it's all window dressing. Which is the gym. Led by Roxanne. Roxanne. Gym leader Roxanne. I have to put up the red light. And her disgusting rock type Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, Josh. How did it go in there? Well, fine. I did fine. Yeah. I have a mudkip. I used Flea, Dustox, because he had confusion at that point. Very similar to my, like, Butterfree strategy in Gen 1 with Brock. And you get to Roxanne. She has a Geodude that's level 14. But then she closes with a Nose Pass. 
Oh, and I just want to talk about Nosepass for a second, because it is my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. Absolutely. This thing sucks. Oh, man. This thing sucks on ice. (laughs) Golly, I hate this thing. It's like a little Easter Island kind of statue, yeah. except it's got little like feet and hands. And then it's just got like a big orange nose. And the like a comically large nose. It really sucks in this one too because it looks like the foot is like its mouth being open as well, you know? It's got its like it's foot going up. ooh, like it's going like this. Ooh. Yeah, and I really hate that. <laughs> No, but it's its foot. I know, but I any way you look at this thing, any angle, it's awful. And oh, it's got sunken I, I, eyes. It's so gross. God, Nosepass sucks. And luckily, it's on your list, so eventually you'll have the option to if, get it and have it. I'm not even going to look it up. If this thing happens to be like fucking good somehow, I don't care. I will not use this thing. I hate it. I'm going to look up what it evolves into. Pro- oh, it's Probo even worse. Pass. Oh, it's even worse. But Probopass is only in is in the next gen. Oh, it sucks. God, it sucks. Then it gets like a mustache. God. What a bad Pokemon. You can't do worse. It's very hard to do worse than Nosepass and Probopass, I would say. Ugh. In terms of design and like idea. Terrible. Concept and execution. F F. F F F. It makes me barf and I hate it. Oh, I agree. That one blows. Every now and then I'll like find a you make me barf Pokemon just because like I need you make me barf Pokemon each week, right? Mm-hmm. But like this one, I just saw it. And I was just like, oh, what a <laughs> what an awful Pokemon. Yeah. Why did you design it? Why did you even design it? Who allowed this? God, it's bad. Ugh. But that's it. That's the first leg of our journey. We we made it through several small towns. Yeah. Petalburg, Rustboro, Little Root. Old Dale. We caught some handsome Pokemon and some very unhandsome Pokemon. Yeah. We beat Roxanne. She gave us Rock Tomb. Gives you like the stone badge. She gives you, you get the ability to use HMO1 cut outside of battle, which you get. Although no one has given it to me yet. Some guy in the house next to the gym gives it to you. You know, you got to talk to these people sometimes. Well, as long as they know they're not giving me their fucking phone number, I'm I'm a lot more open to talking to them. So far, I have not seen phone call capability. Okay. And I did walk back out of the gym, and then I uh, encountered some more tomfoolery, and this Devon Corporation stooge was running out for some Team Aqua guy. Team Magma is what you mean. Yeah, some Team yeah, Magma grunt stole something some from this dude. Goods. So I believe we will be dealing with that in our next episode. It feels great to be here. It feels great to be in Gen 3. It feels great to be on the advance, too. I will say, like, 16-bit, this aesthetic yeah. is so good. It's clean. It's so clean. It's so nice. Like... I love the sprites. They can do what they need to do. It's just a very nice looking game. And like it feels so like full too, you know? Yeah. It feels very robust. Like they add shadows for the flying Pokemon or levitating Pokemon. And like, like, is this fucking peak Pokemon? Like I've played a little sword shield and it's like the Pokemon designs don't get any better. You know, they don't get more (laughs) detailed. No. This just feels right. They're bigger and they're 3D and everything, but like they feel more detailed in this gen. 
I think that the the camps are. I think there are some ho and hoes, but there's a lot of people who love Sinnoh in particular, which is the diamond, pearl, platinum fourth gen, and then obviously gold and silver. Like at the moment, I'm sort of in that camp, but like I'm already very impressed. I'm loving this game, and I'm loving the aesthetic of it. It looks I just like good. Yeah, it looks great. And and we've beaten the first gym, and yep. next week we will beat the second gym. We'll make our way toward Duford Town. Excuse me? <laughs> Dufer? Until then, Joshua, I have been Tanchik, a.k.a. Tannering Ring. You have been Josh Stomp, a.k.a. Joshua Fielstead. This has been Experience Share, a Pokemon podcast. Please do rate and subscribe and review and follow. This is the time to do it. We're starting a new season. And if you have Ho and Ho's in your life... Tell them about the show. Tell your ho and hoes about the show and ask them to do a parody song. Post about it on your Twitter and your Instagram and add us at exp share pod. And we got one other thing. You can post about it on Reddit now too. Right. Yes. Tell them about it. Our friend of the pod, Michael Levine. I don't know what he, he in his academic circles, he's Michael Levine. And friend of the us. Friend of us. He's been friends with you for many years and... We're recent friends. Actual friend and friend of the pod. Yeah. Mike Levine has made a subreddit, r bugcatchers. Reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers. Yes. Yes. For fans of the show. This season, we're going to try something new. I'm not that good at Reddit, and I don't use it very often. I'm a lurker, um, if anything. But I will be posting show notes for every episode. I always have a document when we're making the episodes about like key moments. And that's part of how we figure out what the audiograms are. So I'll post those. So you have notes about like where specific moments are, and you can use that as a way of talking about it. Right. We'll also probably post our list there of our Pokemon available to us. Yes. This season. And you can scrutinize the list there and we'll update it. So that's uh, reddit.com slash r slash bug catchers. That's it. I will see you next week, Josh. I'll smell you later. <laughs>